0: What's up, all you hooligans? Welcome to the Sunday show. We got a special Motorcycle Madhouse. Today, I have two special guests. Uh, One is my co-host, China Dow. She's going to get in on this discussion. And then we got Blue, the outlaw feminist. She's going to be coming as well. We're going to be talking about sex and power. A lot of people that, uh, let's just say, they strive for those two things, sex and power. And when you mix the two, some bad things can happen. So we're going to be having that discussion uh, today. Hopefully, you all are having a good uh, night. I'm over here freezing my sack off. But uh, China Doll, you know, you'll hear, I'm feezing, I'm feezing. But uh, here we go. We're going to bring in our guest right now. And that is Blue. Look at Blue up there with that Chicago Bears. I knew I liked her for some reason. And then we have China Dow, our morning host on Motorcycle Madhouse at 8 15 a.m. Central Standard Time, where I beat up on her all the time. It's just, you know what? That show is about Hollywood. <clears throat> oh, it is about getting the recognition for Hollywood. Because <clears throat> I don't know if you people know, though, the world revolves around me. You know, they might say different, but it really does. It revolves around Hollywood. So it's a good morning show. You wish. I do wish. Sometimes. No, you wish. You know, I get a lot of people, They you know, they yell at me and stuff It don't revolve around you, but who knows, man. Anyway, what's up, Blue? How are you doing? I love the Chicago Bears. Oh, thank you. I I picked it out for just for this show. (laughs) I'm doing
1: really well. Yeah, I'm doing. You know, we do have a little,
0: you know, some tree huggers out there that you know like say the Giants or Dallas or San Francisco, but it's a really good thing, I don't blame them. But
1: yeah, Portland, Oregon, we can go any. In Oregon, we can go either way. It doesn't matter. We don't have a pro team, so we can just be fair weathered friends. <laughs> For man, this I didn't even know if they had a city
0: after all that BS out there, man, all the time. What's that? You guys burned down everything out there. You're angry people out in Oregon.
1: Well, let me tell you, so yes, but I can tell you that I don't know one of those people that were Oregonians.
0: Like, like, I don't people know, I that were rioting. Know. They,
1: they were visitors like they're they're not from Portland. They're not from Oregon. They're all transplants or Portland is the place where 23 year olds come to retire.
0: Okay. Oh, I get it. I get
1: yeah, it's it. a hot mess there. And so remember, have we have a- that super special constitution that protects all kinds of
0: nonsense. So stupid stuff. Anyway, we you have a story that you want to tell today. Yeah. And yeah. it's kind of like a follow-up to last mm-hmm. week's video. It's kind of like a second part of that. It and is. you have some very interesting uh stuff that you know, I feel like I went back to freaking high school here. She she's data dumping me. I'm like, "Holy shit, man. How am I going to get rid of the, ready for this show with all the dumping on me?"
1: Yeah. So anyway, we're
0: going to let her go with it. But go ahead, give us a little overview of what we're going to do here today. Okay. And as far as sex and power, you know, you got some uh, allegations against uh, an attorney that is well known within the MC scene. So let's get it out there. Let's get going.
1: Okay. Well, as you guys uh, may have remembered from the last show, I am, I am here to fight sex trafficking and abuse of women. And it's, it's what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. I will either succeed in helping or I am going to go down fighting and I'm going to go down hard. We're going to get in the paper, I promise. But I was hoping and I was so thankful that you reached out and you said, I want to help you with your mission. One video into my YouTube channel. And what I remember, and this is the one thing that was hard leaving the motorcycle scene is you leave that sense of we'll do the right thing with you will stand up and do the right thing with you. And that's what I've kind of always known about bikers. At the end of the day, they might seem like outlaws, but for their immediate people, you can't be safer with them. Like you kind of just know what's going to happen and what the way they're going to go. And I'm really, when I realized that I was able to do my show, my life with outlaw bikers, what I realized is that I could have gone either way. I've been a stripper. I've been a bouncer. I've been a mom. I've been a foster mom. I've been a child bride. I could have gone. I've been an athlete. I could have gone anyway, but I chose bikers because that's the community that would, that's the community that would grab this. I knew that's the community that would care. That's the community that would stand outside themselves and say, Hey, we need to fix this and we need to help women. We didn't know we, we didn't know we could help. And, and now we do. So And so, like I said, forever, for the rest of time, I'm going to always be there for you because you were there for women, like
0: forever. I appreciate that. I really do. China Dolls over here sitting there, him being there for women. What are you, stupid? That's what you, that's what you, I already know that's what you're thinking over here. Well, yeah.
2: Just a little bit. I know that. I kind
0: of bump on women a little bit in the show, but it happens. You know, it's just my, you know, kind heartedness. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and I also think that I, I watched the Should She Have Her Own Bike? And I think that you. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was like, No, she'll, she's going to get hurt. Like, that's the first thing I thought. She's going to get hurt. And I'm like, I'm hardcore. Like, I'm strong. I have balance and this and that. But what I realized if something went sideways, he has 250 pounds to pull that bike up and that bike's just going to take me with it anywhere now there's women that can ride all day long but learning to ride is the catch the learning to ride the the first before your are 10,000 hours before you're a you're a an expert and i thought no honey don't do it you're so pretty like but I mean, I hear you. I hear you harping on women. But I think that we all can recognize that we fall fall into the weird socioeconomic stuff where we have these opinions and we have these things. But at the end of the day, nobody wants to see women dying, injured, and and brutalized and trafficked. Who like no. who? Mm-mm. Who? No. So and and if they do, they they're not really raising their hands, and that's probably best. But right. it's also. Evil doesn't reside mostly in the people that are doing the evil. It resides in the people that don't stand up and say no. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. where evil resides. That's how it can keep
0: going forward. So, let's bring up the the big uh, elephant in the room here. Yeah, let's do it. And that is your experience with a lawyer out of Nevada. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people know him. I had him on my show. Uh, a couple weeks ago, and that is Stephen Stubbs. Can you give us a background on uh, your knowledge of him, where you met him, uh, and what transpired?
1: Sure. I met him first in Reno, Nevada. He was writing um, with, I feel like it's Big India, one of I think that it was Um, he met my husband who was three block one percenter and the chapter P of Reno and one of his uh, soldiers and we met at in and out Burger and there was a weird thing that happened where he and I, Stephen Stubbs and I were left alone in in and out Burger and we just had a pleasant conversation like, Oh my God, what's going on? Like it, you know, China doll knows when, when patch holders start doing stuff that you're just like, Oh my God, what's going, you know? And then we just went, I mean, it it, it just happens. So we had a light, nice conversation. I had a falling out with that dude and we had some stuff go down that went real wild online. It went real wild and he ended up not being in the club anymore. And Steven Stubbs, I saw just, I think, coming through my feed from another patch holders feed or something on Facebook. And so we developed this friendship on Facebook and he, and honestly I, I was like, Oh, this guy is so cool. He's so nice. He's such a nice dude, you know? And, um, he seemed to be very into his religion and I'm, um, I'm an atheist, whatever that means, but I don't have faith. And so it, and, and, but I also know that Mormons like they, they dig their family, you know? And, and so I have, you know, I have a lot of respect for, you know, the way they do things and stuff. So, you know, I just thought of him as a good family guy, you know, wholesome and things like that, because I'm just a regular person. And it just seemed he, he stands up for bikers and he does nunchucks and he cares about the first amendment. And I was like, yeah. And he's nice to me online. And I'm I'm clearly a stripper. I run Team Blue. Everybody knows I raise money for charity. It's I'm I'm stripperific. Like I'm the king of the strippers, you know whatever. And so we I I've even bought him a bow tie that said Team Blue on it and sent it to him. So none of this, none of our relationship has been flirty or sexual or even about what Team Blue does or anything. It's just been super. We know each other. Hey, how you doing? So I said, hey, I'm going to be in Daytona. I'm going to be in Daytona. I'll see you there. Well, we get there and it was nice at first and then it was horrible. And when I say horrible, it was illegal. It was demeaning. It was intrusive. It was financially devastating. He And I think I summed it up in the letter that I sent the very, the day we got home and I sent him quite frankly, a letter telling him how he had no business doing what he's doing. He doesn't belong. Like he's taken on, he thinks that things are cool that aren't cool and he owes us this much money. Well, he immediately runs to, runs to the big boys And tells on me. And then I'm like, well, geez, if I push this any further, like that's that dude's patch that brought us over. And I'm like, you just don't, I know as a supporter, you don't cause trouble for the, the member that brought you to the party. You just don't do it. So I just said, fine. It's your, your debt's been forgiven. Right. So, um, I let that go because, and another reason I didn't really want to put him on blast real bad because he has a wife and kids like this is not cool for him to be getting called out for the stuff that he did. I described I described in the letter and like the one thing that he said in that I talked about in the letter was my wife says you can do whatever you want. Just don't embarrass me.
0: And I thought God, no, this is really it's cool. very interesting that you bring that up. Yeah, uh, about the letter and stuff and how you just said you didn't want to put him on blast. What was the final <laughs> straw to you to come onto the program and discuss the situation?
1: Because I realized that because he did not get checked hard for his crappy behavior, it only elevated his sense of self and his sense of importance and his understanding that he's protected by people and he can just do whatever he wants and he's in the media acting like an idiot like he's just in the media he sees an opportunity and he thrusts himself into it and then he's the guy on the radar but if you think about it without these without i mean he just
0: what do you mean by uh thrusted himself in the media
1: he looks for opportunities to find vulnerabilities to to put himself in a position of power. Now he's a talking voice. Well, we have to believe him. He's an attorney. Why would he lie? He comes from good people. Remember how I thought too. That's the first thing people are going to give him credit for, is that he's a good guy and he must be telling the truth. And now when I can- you say
0: when you say he what he did was illegal, what was he doing?
1: soliciting prostitution from two women that were not prostitutes that night and we also have documentation of that remember i sent you the contract between the mm. the club and i um at least I 20 times 200 for a blow job
0: now you said you weren't prostitutes that night does that mean you have been
1: Yes. Remember that? Remember when we, our very first conversation that we had, and we were talking about prostitutes and I came on as a stripper. I needed to raise my hand and make sure that I don't put myself like everybody needs to know the skeletons in my closet. And I also told you that I would list for you every single time how much I was paid, blah, 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 because it's not my book of business. But if I've ever sold my time with the client, under st- like it's sticky. I'm never going to get prosecuted for it, but I sold my time. And I tell my customers, if you act great, you're going to have a great night. If you act like a dick, you're going to see me walking away with my, and I'm already going to be paid. So, Mm. but I have to claim that as prostitution. I must, just like Mm. I must claim in from the letter of that. I want to see this taken care of. I must claim that I trafficked women. I must say that because my new information tells me that I did. I didn't know that I was doing it at the time and I was willing to fall on a
0: grenade. Just so you were, you were basically involved with trafficking.
1: Technically to my To the the standards that I understand now, yes. But Katniss and I were there to perform lap dances. And uh, here's the thing. Motorboating, I consider trafficking now because it's sexual contact, okay? We've got to protect women. I allowed and asked my girls to motorboat. I allowed them. They didn't have to let any dude touch them ever, but they were allowed to. As, as part of, as part of the job that they did for team blue. So dudes could touch their butt because that is sexual contact because ask China doll, China doll, would that be sexual contact at your job? If your, your employer said, now they're going, your clients get to grab your butt. Oh, definitely. hundred percent. So we have to, I have to understand that now that even though we have the right, it wasn't safe for women.
0: So it it wasn't safe for women. I agree 100%. And I was wrong because when a woman says no, it's no. But getting back uh, to this situation that happened in uh, Florida that you're talking about, wouldn't it be, you know, playing devil's advocate? I'm going to play devil's advocate throughout the show here. Uh, With this incident down there that you said was illegal wouldn't it be suffice to say if he already knew that you did this type of stuff, that it wouldn't be out of the ordinary to solicit you. He wouldn't have known that he wouldn't have
1: known that we sold our time. He okay. wasn't asking for a lap dance. He didn't spend a dime in that room. Not one dime. He didn't ask for a lap dance. He wanted a blowjob in the back room. Like, like he's seen before at other places. That he's Mm -hmm. participated in or whatever. Like this was a whole spiel. The whole night he was selling us on this idea that he was going to get a two hundred dollar blowjob all night.
0: Damn, two hundred bucks! Holy shit! No, go ahead.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not the one. (laughs) I'm not the one. Right? No, No, we bill out at we bill out at that at my strip club for a thousand dollars an hour. So, Oh, okay. Yeah. So $200 is silly to me.
0: Right, right, right. But go ahead, go ahead. Uh, walk us through uh, about the back room and all that type of stuff. What could have been going through his mind to give him that idea that something like that could happen?
1: I think that what gave him the idea is I think that he thought he was going to be able to wear us down because he was told politely and remember Katniss and I are well versed in how to do there is you'll never find anybody that's ever complained about Team Blue and we did a lot of parties they we do the right thing there's never any problems and we know that we've got to be careful with everybody in the event because there are rules and everybody, and here's another thing: I believe that outlaw bikers and that group feel like visitors already conform to society standards, and they don't need to babysit them. But outsiders that don't know what they're doing come in, and they're just like, "Well, society standards are out the window, and then nobody's babysitting this idiot," you know. But as as somebody that's contracted to work with these people and make sure that they have a really good time, and The old ladies have a good time. Remember, the old ladies liked us too. Like we were friends with everybody. There was nothing, no nonsense going on. And there's not even any rumor about it. In fact, Team Blue wasn't even allowed to hustle brothers or excuse me, members. Mm. There was a very strict policy that they were not allowed to hustle the members. Mm -hmm. so i don't know where the only thing the only the only way that i think he can get this opinion is that he feels that anytime he's outside society and he's surrounded by these people that he has the right to treat women any way he wants to and quite frankly that's the rumor about him when mm-hmm. I reached out before I sent that letter, I reached out to seven different people in that club and said, hey, this happened, this happened, this happened. And every one of them said, yeah, he's a fucking creep. He's always all over the women.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So I was like, oh, well, maybe he needs to be put a stop to. Like, I'll just be the one. to, And, and that's another thing. I'll fall on the grenade. I'll take the hits. Like, I'll, I'll be the bad guy to make it stop. But hmm. then I thought uh, then uh, then I was put in a different situation that I really didn't think about too carefully.
0: Right. Right.
1: And so I think it's just. And
0: tell them, hey, this guy's getting out of hand.
1: So remember, I. OK, so. There's really if the if the patch holder that brought him in is not there. Nobody really knows how to deal with this guy. And really, all he's doing is annoying strippers. like and and they, and the members that were with us, we didn't let on that this was a problem because we can't be the drama at the event. Mm-hmm. i I had to literally, at the end, he got checked super hard by two members, one of them super highly regarded. And I, I mean, just, we just all like, <clears throat> I didn't know what to do with my hands. I was so uncomfortable, but I mean, I, I, sent you pictures of the, of the room and with the blocked out faces. Have you ever been to a biker event where there's nobody in, in with the strippers, nobody, because they didn't want to be around him because he was so weird, but nobody also wants to be meet, uh, rude to a, their their brother's friend or you know they don't know so everybody just kind of does this like what the heck's going on and the and he never gets checked none of the out the the biker rules don't apply to him society's rules don't apply to him and we're just stuck with this dude we're just Mm -hmm. stuck with this dude like assaulting us and verbally assaulting us and like it was it and it was just a mess but at the
0: same at the same time, I know people are gonna ask because yeah. you said so. Uh, outlaw bikers—they take care of our own, and I know that you know the people I know wouldn't allow that to happen, and they would have done something right there and then. I don't. Here's the
1: thing, though. I think that human beings, when they're put in a situation, there is no rule for that situation there's no, there's no rule for that situation. And the, the, the members that were in the room with us, I'd only known them on Facebook. Like we have this very distant relationship. So everybody kind of tiptoes around every, everybody knows that when you're in an outlaw biker party, you are expected to act right. And you don't get to act wild. Even if you're right, you just don't get to. And so, we did the best that we could do with the situation that we had. And really, um, uh, really, um, I. Katniss had a, a bronchial infection. She was sick. We just flew in. And I really feel like we did the very best with what we could, but we were put in a situation that we. If we would have done something, it would have been on us. It would have been the strippers, not the attorney. You know, Mm. it would have been because the 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 member that brought us over, he wasn't even at the event.
0: We got black dragon joining us, man. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm good. Thank you. Huh? You cold down there, man?
2: (laughs) Oh my god. I I tell Hollywood too much. So he picks me. (laughs) So, you know, it's, uh, you You know, know, by the way,
0: you know what? I screwed up, BD. It's (laughs) hippie Hendrix for all you guys out there. Hippie Hendrix. But go ahead.
2: Oh, my God. I'm not telling you nothing. From now on, when I talk to you, I'm going to start the sentence off with uh, this is off the record. But uh, (laughs) it's 45 (laughs) degrees down here. and, and, And so I'm a little cold. Okay. I'm not from up there. 45. Really? That's it? God, you punk. I know. It is 26 degrees here. Hey, choose your, <laughs> ch- choose your city, choose your fate.
0: We live down in the South for a
2: reason, because we can't take it.
0: <laughs> well, we got uh, BD. I know Blue talked to you about uh, what's going on a little bit, and she wanted you to come on and uh, give your thoughts and stuff. What's your thoughts so far about what you've uh, heard uh, from uh, Blue? <sighs>
2: um i i think she's in such a interesting predicament um and uh these kinds of things happen to women and and in the biker world we're bikers not choir boys uh but sometimes uh but there are some things that that should be universal some things that should be standard well, one thing is no means no Another thing is that if, uh, hey, listen, if you're looking like she's looking uh, with all these um, exotic tattoos and things, and I happen to, to know how old she is, and she's looking about 15 years or 20 years less than that, uh, hell, you're going to take a swing. <laughs> uh, bad, 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 A swing. And what I hate is, like any male, is I hate to have the door slammed uh, on you, and and so, I think one of the things that's very important is that the the idea of sexual harassment is, if a person says no to your advances, if you continue to advance, then that is the textbook, uh, um, the textbook de- definition of se- sexual harassment. So if those things that she uh, intimated to me happened, uh, I can understand why she's very pissed off. Uh, but the the negative things uh, or the detractors are she's in a business where everybody expects her to be a bimbo out to be a uh, woman. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people expect that um, in in her industry which is why a lot of women in that industry don't, don't cry rape or things like that when they are horribly abused because uh, you're women strip- in general. Yeah. Well, if Okay. Women in general, if you're, if you're, it, because of the power elite, the power lies with men mm-hmm. and, and, and men know how to make you feel quite um, um, they try to use their power against you, especially when their asses are wrong. So, from what I've heard, and I—I'm I, just now getting on, but from what I—what I've heard in the—in—in in the brief that she and I had, uh, I think it's uh, incredibly uh, dubious what happened to her. I—I want to—I want to hear more. I want to learn more, and I—I I really want to find out what, you know, she didn't go to the police or anything. I—I, but I guess you don't do that uh, in the biker outlaw world. I don't even know why I just said that. But, uh, I, but I, but I said that because what I want to know is what does she hope to accomplish by uh, by by this this exchange?
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um, can I address that really quickly? I'm I'm super happy to do it. Um, I am one to tell people to get in their own lanes and stay there because they will f up somebody else's lane. Okay. When you fly into somebody's orbit and you don't know all the if then statements, you can put people that do know the if then statements in a lot of danger. So dragon, when you said black dragon, when you said I got to take a swing, what you did. And if I say no, you just missed an opportunity. But if I say no, and you keep going and going, you're trying to get an opportunity and taking away my opportunities and replacing them with conditions. And that creates a situation where not only do you have more power, but I get less and less and less power. And it didn't start out with uh, sexual harassment. It started out with, I mean, just solicitation was right on top of it. And so we also need to get down to what's an entertainer, and what is a sex worker? What's sex and what's entertainment, okay? In no way should anybody go go up to a Hollywood actress that you've seen her boobs on a movie and say may I pay you $200 to give me a blowjob? Because you put yourself out there as a sexual being and an entertainer, okay? Now, strippers Really, if you think about it, what strippers do is take their clothes off and do this. there this whole thing where strippers are sex workers, that's brand new. There would be some that that no no sex, sex, sex workers as strippers that's the two thousand eight slut walk thing. that's a that's when that started. Trust me, I've been there. like i was I was in the industry when it happened. I'm like, we're sex workers now? Oh shit. And it was, it was explained to me that we have to be sex workers because men will jack off thinking about the work that we did. I'm like, really? That makes me, a, well, doesn't that make Hollywood act like any, like a Victoria's Secret model. Now she's a sex worker. Like that's, so sex is when somebody can be in danger. That's a special thing. Somebody can be in danger with sex, biological danger physical danger, emotional danger, uh, social, like there, there are things that play into even touching a stripper's body. That's super, super sweaty and touching it all over. Remember she's just touched that dude and that dude and that dude. And there's no, like, this is just spreading pathogens like crazy. And here's the thing we want to protect strippers because we have to protect the community. Because if they're not safe, people are coming in there and we'll just send disease out. We'll just send our drama out. We'll just be Mm. the hub for that kind of stuff. So we need to separate sex from entertainment. The fact that a dude wants to jack off to a woman making money that's sexy, that does not make that sex. It doesn't.
0: Well, a question I have is you sent a letter out to... Uh, Stubbs, and he did not want to come on the show, so I want to be able to read his response that he gave. That way, you know... Can we first side... read the letter? Yeah, go ahead and read the letter.
1: Oh, dang it. I was hoping you would read the letter.
0: <laughs> no, this is... A, it, it sounds better coming <laughs> go <for> from it. <laughs> But I always do want to give uh somebody else a side, yeah. and we did get in t- contact with uh Stubbs, so he can give you know, his side of the argument, Uh, but we'll let uh, blue read her letter real quick. That was sent to him. And then uh, we'll give the response.
1: Yeah. So this letter was sent the Monday when I got home from the Daytona event the weekend before. Got to talk in the
0: microphone a little more.
1: Oh yeah. It says, Steven, I am writing to formally address your atrocious behaviors. And there were many last Friday, March 15th, 2019. The balance of this letter will not be pleasant. We are going to use last Friday as a learning opportunity. Katniss and I are not prostitutes. Therefore, we refused your constant request and innuendo for oral sex as politely as we could, no less than 25 times each. Katniss also had to volley your three butt butt plugs comments for hours. Exhausted, she said. The first time it was a funny joke. After that, it was clear he was just trying to have sex with me and um, by degrading me, trying to fit in with the members. Your conversation style with everybody in the room was obnoxious, lewd, offensive, inappropriate, repetitive, accusatory, confrontational, argumentative, and way too inquis- uh, inquisitive, and mostly weird. So offensive, in fact, that you got checked hard more than once. Your constant inappropriate interference, coupled with your need to be the center of attention, hold on, oops.
2: made everybody so uncomfortable.
1: Uh, made everybody so uncomfortable that you single handedly destroyed any opportunity for Katniss and I to create a safe environment. Because that's what Team Blue does for everybody so we can entertain my family. That's what I used to call the Mongols when I formally supported them. Our only job that night. Katniss and I were, are treated with respect and dignity by my family. We have never been solicited. Everybody takes their turn to getting our attention, then shares. Nobody keeps us from making money. Congratulations, you are the first. As contractors, we were, poli- we were as polite to you. We were polite to you because it is not our place to... Uh, correct invited guests. However, if you would have attempted this in our club, you would have left bleeding and afraid. Believe it or not, Katniss and I are daughters like your daughter. There is a reason that daughters are able to one day become sex workers to have to deal with people like you. You know, the reasons like your daughter has now. Additionally, repeating, uh, repeatedly, uh, explaining to strippers that your wife said, just don't embarrass me. And the story of your wife giving you your first blowjob because she didn't want to lose you is a hustle. You are using your wife, our sister, as a tool to garner, garner, garner sexual favor. This is embarrassing to you, sir, not her. Your wife gets our pity. How do you think your wife would feel if she had a stripper's pity? Oh, and also... You don't get to formally and loudly accuse a stripper of busting you out with a glitter in front of a bunch of people. Take responsibility for yourself. When you were asked to come watch Katniss and I during the meeting, we were babysitting you in reality. Katniss and I are known for being well-versed in protocol at the for these events. Respectful to our host's instructions, under contract, and already had a babysitter. You were the loose cannon. Katniss and I understand that we will take some financial hit to support. I took a $4,200 loss guaranteed and Katniss a $2,000 loss approximately because of the event occurred during our work week. This is the biggest event we've ever done and the first furthest we've ever traveled. Before Friday, our lowest haul was $2,600 that night. Friday, we set a new low of $280 thanks to you. Katniss and I each build out, bill out at $500 an hour, um, for that all night, full contract, two girl experience that you forced us into. You owe Katniss and I $2,000 each, $4,000. We will settle for $1,500 total or $1,500 total. You should mitigate your financial loss to, uh, PDX, uh, my Venmo immediately. Um, it's not a Venmo anymore. So I power cash up. So I don't want anybody to send money there. I believe the loss of your faith has left you without a clear path. The outlaw life is not your path. You have worked hard to get into your position. However, you haven't put in the work to be on our path. Know your lane. You are, you are an officer of the court. You are not an outlaw biker. Lying to yourself in this way will kill you faster than being, a member of the Mormon church. You cannot just patch over to this life. Prospecting takes a lifetime. You don't get to act a fool, then walk away with impunity in this life. The consequences are too rough for a citizen. Who do you want to be? How do you want people to know you? You don't have to lie to kick it. As far as our friendship goes, a milkshake story from 10 years ago and relieving yourself on us like some weird version of Thailand does not a friendship make. Friendship is doing the right thing and not doubling down on dumb. Apologies will be accepted in the above described compensation. And then I told him that I deleted the, uh, the photos. Okay.
0: okay. Uh, that is what you sent him. And again, I like to... Make sure all sides are told I was in contact with uh Stephen, mm-hmm. and he did say that everything that is being alleged never happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm gonna go ahead and and after I read this one, we'll get the panel's uh thoughts on this stuff. Uh, let me see if I can get it up here. I hate doing this on a uh, share screen uh entire screen. <clears throat> Let's put you, you up here. Hey, right, everybody see the letter right here? Yes yep. i right, this was uh what Steven sent me uh, about this incident uh, from uh, Blue Dawn uh, to Steve Stubbs. this is uh, the subject was human trafficking and pandering. And I guess this was from you, Blue, to Steven. I just want you to know that they're probably going to get a warrant, go through all my shit and find out how you acted. Of course, because I documented it all. Don't ever or don't contact me ever. That will be considered harassment, expression like pandering. For your information, the following confession was sent to the federal uh, following agencies. The FBI, DOJ, ATF, PPB, MCSD, MCDA, OSP, ODR, IRS, and everybody else that I think of, including you, uh, Shane Kavanaugh of the Organian. Shane was the first reporter to cover Team Blue trafficking activities with the pastor from CUCC where I trafficked women and myself. And this is what uh, you said is, quote, dear sirs, I would like to report that Dawn McCall, quotation marks, blue, was trafficking U.S. citizens, including minorities. She paid her team to provide First Amendment protected content with no restrictions as what they could do for that money as long as nobody knew about it. Her home base was Casa Diablo. This is where she worked on behalf of, controlled, and managed her team with the owner's permission, of course. She used Casa Diablo to generate revenue for many Team Blue expenses. They were treated as employees in most ways, except all the controls for safety that all other workers have. She had no licensing to do any of this. She did not pay income taxes on money. That was earned. She did not report any income anybody earned. She took her team out uh, of state to both Wyoming, Washington, Florida, Mexico, and performed in unregulated venues. And mostly for, I'm not going to say the club name. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also trafficked and prostituted herself. Uh, both Team Blue and for Casa Diablo, Casa Diablo 2 and Casa Diablo 3 dates of the trafficking are from November 2013 through the September 2019 Uh, and then you go on to say please let me know how to turn myself in and that's what came from Steven so I'm going to throw it over to the panel Uh, Can you add the date
1: of that can you add the date of that please of that uh, October
0: 1st of uh, 2021
1: Okay thank you
0: Go ahead, BD. Wow. Uh, yep. My 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 first uh, instinct. No, he d- he did not send the info. She did. You guys are confused. Go ahead. What do you mean? That I was reading was a letter from her to Stephen. That's what she said in the letter.
1: Yeah, I copied him with that, that confession. I copied that to him. I copied it to quite a few people.
0: So you're the one
2: that sent um, that to all the agencies? I did. Okay, I thought it was the uh, other way around. So
1: no, no, it was no, no, it was no, no, it was me. It was totally me. Yep. So, So
2: what is the confession? What confession did he
0: make? No, that was her confession.
1: No, I wrote all that. That was my confession. That, and I know it's super confusing. Maybe we should give that some background.
0: I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was Speedy's uh, so, confused. Basically, she wrote him that letter that she read. No, no, and, no. I
1: I just copied him with that. That was I. I just copied right. it. Yeah.
0: And so, yeah. that was a confession you made. And sent to I him.
1: Made. I yes. made, and I sent to agencies and copied him.
0: My question is, why would you make such a confession and yes. send it out to all these agencies? Are you trying to go to jail? I mean, what else? Yeah, what yes. Yes.
1: yes, I was falling on a grenade. And, and I, so we don't have enough time to discuss all. Remember, I said I did a lot of tries trying to fix this. One of my last tries before the next set of tries is I just, I couldn't get anybody to care. And I thought, my God, they won't. So I got to think of every word that I can use to get myself in front of a judge. So we, so I can say, okay, you're right. I'm going to go to jail for this, but this is happening in our strip clubs. Like, so yes, now we've set precedents. Now stop that.
2: This is happening because you're perpetrating it.
1: This is, how I this I was a no, I'm it's not happening because I perpetrated it, it's happening and I was a part of it. I was, okay. I was a condition because I was very powerful in my industry, and so I was also saying, Yeah. You guys, this is a great idea. We should, it's okay if we get paid for this, not realizing that this isn't safe for women. And I thought that by having Team Blue, I could give them self esteem and I could give them purpose. But what I realized is they were being trafficked. And if that stopped, they wouldn't have these problems that Team Blue was trying to stave off. Is that, Mm -hmm. does that make, does that make sense?
0: Now, what, how would you answer? because basically you gave what we would consider a confession uh in our world and, I did I
1: did yeah
0: and you sent this to the FBI ATF whoever mhm it had a club's name in it which yep. I'm not going to read the club yep now do you what, what would you say to those that are saying well you're an informant
1: okay I was an informant on myself, absolutely, and I will do it again and again and again.
2: But if I you also have that know, club's name on it, you're also informing on the club, which is not But
1: what? Different. But But, and here's the thing, I have paperwork, I have documentation that says, and our contracts are very clear, very, very clear, that that club understood that nothing like that was happening. They have, I remember, I my paperwork is solid. I did a data dump on, I do way too much paperwork and I always make sure and cover my ass as much as I possibly can and everybody else's. And I'm, and here's another thing I want everybody to understand the cop caller thing that's huge. And if I never get to talk to anybody again because I'm a cop caller, that's the way it has to be. But I somebody had to. There were there and here's somebody had to do something that was radical and risk their choices. And I did. And I did I I I I did that. Yep.
2: So when you and talk about when, um when you talk about paperwork, mm-hmm. now, I don't know if you'll remember the case of the DC Madam, mm-hmm. but she had the most incredible paperwork in the world, mm-hmm. which said we, our women don't have sex. Uh, and she went to jail because they said, despite your paperwork, you knew exactly what the hell was going on. And, uh, and she was prosecuted and went to jail, I suppose, or was going to, and she committed suicide. So, and there's yep. So but, the, the, but,
1: but it's very important to know that sex wasn't allowed from team blue. I'm talking just, about,
2: man, I'm just so, man, I'm just so, confused. I know,
1: but, but I think you missed the first part. Where in the past, I think you missed a part where in the past when I was doing Team Blue, I understood that this was this and that was that. And they weren't the same, you know, um, allowing a dude, a motorboating a dude and allowing him to grab your boobs and 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 grinding on a dude until he ejaculates in your pants. That's all legal in Oregon. And I thought we had the right to do that so it, what is motorboating
2: that's a new one on me motorboating motor. <laughs> face in the boobs
1: we raised <laughs> thousands and thousands of dollars motorboating dues you know thousands what bd uh, is,
0: let me I, read I, that. I'm just yes yeah, sir BD, bd let me read that again so you get a better uh, idea what now this is from blue to the FBI, DOJ, ATFs, blah, blah, blah. This right here is her quote. Dear sirs, I would like to report that uh, Dawn McCall Blue was trafficking U.S. citizens, including minorities. She paid her team to provide First Amendment protected content with no restrictions as to what they could do for that money as long as nobody knew about it. Her home base was Casa Diablo. This is where she worked on behalf of Controlled and managed her team with the owner's permission. Of course, she used Casa Diablo to generate revenue for many Team Blue expenses. They were treated as employees in most ways except all the controls for safety that other workers have. She had no license to do any of this. She did not pay income taxes on any money that was earned. She did not report any income anybody earned. She took her team out of state to both Wyoming, Washington, Florida, and Mexico and performed in unregulated venues. She also trafficked and prostituted herself, Team Blue, and the, uh, for Casa Diablo, Casa Diablo Two and Three. The dates of the trafficking uh, was uh, November two thousand thirteen through September two thousand and nineteen, mm-hmm. and said, "Please let me know how to turn myself in." Blue, so you got a better ideal now. She's basically
2: ahead. admitting right, she's right. wrong. I, I, yeah,
1: so I thought that. that,
2: I want, that did everybody hear done that how to I hit
1: different agencies? Everybody, did you, did you hear how I hit all different kinds of yeah. agencies? Yes, I hit holy, yes, yes. I hit. I tried to think of every word that I could think of that was equal to what was going on inside that strip club that nobody cared about. And I kept saying, but you guys, and they kept saying, Nope, it's legal. And I'm like, but it's not. And so Can I asked
0: you a question real quick. Yeah. The club you are talking about, did they have any dealings or making any money from uh, what you were doing?
1: Oh my God. No. No, thank no. you. That's
0: all I wanted to hear was uh, no. They had nothing. Well, to do I, with
2: I've it. seen the contract, and the contract says that she won't be doing anything like that.
0: Uh, uh, well, I just yeah. want to make sure because if the club's name, no, gets no. Out there, In fact,
1: that's one thing that I have they to. They didn't have, have nothing to do with it. I know that. Pro, I know that the tech, the what everybody considers prostitution. I know that's dangerous for women. I knew it then. I didn't know that what I was doing was dangerous. I. I guess I didn't put two and two together. But well, I would I, I would have so. never I, I would have never said that because I don't know how to control that that I know how to control I know how to manage entertainers. I don't know how to be a pimp. That's a whole other well the reason why I
0: brought that up is because we already have something from in the the comments section that a lot of people are gonna hear. The club needs to be busted for trafficking, and it was not them that was. No, doing
1: I think you're talking about it. I, I think you're talking about a different club. Casa Diablo needs to be busted for trafficking. They're trafficking women. Yeah, she,
3: Kristen t- corrected herself a few comments later saying yeah. the strip club. And,
1: and here's person. another thing I've got to be, uh, we have to get something really clear and on the table. There is no, there is not one Team Blue member. Every single one of them will say the safest they've ever been performing at any function ever is at a is at one of the events that I brought them to.
0: They are go completely- ahead. CD, I know you got questions for.
2: So you were confessing to this to get the club itself busted.
1: Yes, I needed. To, well, no, not only the club, the OLCC, the DP. Like we have state agencies involved in this. Like we have. We have liquor being given to girls. It's state-owned liquor, and they're giving it to women for free. That's that's. I mean, this is a big and it's illegal. They refuse, and and Hollywood. Remember what I told you? I sent that confession out. How many? I. It was crickets. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. And attorneys are waiting for this to all be decriminalized. That's their. When I went to find an attorney. They just said just wait for it to be decriminalized.
0: Go ahead, BD. You're so what
2: you're does this have to
0: do with 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 Stubbs? What is what does that have that, to do with that? That's the response he gave me because he said that none of the stuff that she's alleging happened, and that you can see from this letter, and I'm just paraphrasing
1: mm-hmm.
0: here, that she's crazy and she's an informant. That's what he said paraphrase not exactly
1: gaslighting is uh the first thing people do when they've been caught if your old man's cheating on you and the first thing he says is you're crazy he's cheating on you that that's absolutely
0: do you you, if you look at steven's position Mm -hmm. and what you just heard uh bd what's your thoughts well first of all there there, it seems like a whole lot of
2: she said he said um with the exception of i mean some you know she, there what what proof is there that that actually happened he says it didn't happen at all now some of the things that uh that that are common is that if a person makes a complaint immediately after um that a lot of times that's given more credibility
1: well, I did make a complaint to the, the club that night, and he wasn't allowed back in that room the next day, and we didn't have to stay in there just in case he was there.
2: Well, even more so, you wrote a letter the next day, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. So that, you know, I, I believe that's strong uh, towards her side. But um... And my character. You can't
1: find anybody that'll call me a liar. They'll call me crazy, but not a liar, because I just won't stop. If I'm right, I won't stop. So you are not going to find anybody that'll call me a liar and you can't find anybody that can say my credibility is no good. I'm just a bitch.
2: So if you went, so if you went to the club and the club wouldn't let him back in, what is it that you're trying to accomplish? You want your 4,200 bucks that you uh, accept $1,500 instead, or you want an apology. What do you want from this exposure
1: Oh, oh, this exposure. Let me tell you why I'm here. I I was going to let this go and and you missed this part of it. I was going to let this go. But what I see is this dude continually taking advantage of vulnerabilities and situations like being all over the internet, how he's this club's official mouthpiece and he represents them and he's going to speak this and that. And I'm like, what? What? Cause I know that that's, I mean, I don't know tons about it, but I know enough to know that's not even true. And I thought, you know what? This guy's dangerous. He's, he puts people's lives in danger by, by doing the wrong thing. It's not okay. I all day long, I'll accept what I did wrong and I'll do the best that I can to fix it. If I fucked up, just, oh, excuse me. If I mess up, just like with team blue, I was like, man, I was a part of this. I was a bottom bitch. Like I had to really address those things and fix what I had done. But when you have somebody that doesn't get checked hard, he's not accountable. He just goes, he just injects himself into this orbit that he doesn't belong into. And he's hurting people all the way around. And that's not okay. And he also poses a danger to his own family with the the nonsense that he does like if he's doing that if he's if he's putting himself in a position to have all this contact with people that he's hoping to have contact with that's not good for his wife to be back home it's not good for him to be all over the media saying that he's something that he's not
0: so that's why uh, I'm
1: here. the playing, only reason why here here is because devil's
0: advocate uh blue
1: mm-hmm.
0: when you made that confession Why, if it was only him that you were looking to settle something with, why did you put in there Casa and uh, a club's name in there? Because now you're getting other people involved.
1: Oh, oh, okay. I just sent that to him just so he had a little shitty feel in his heart. I sent it to the Oregonian. I sent it to the pastor. Like I sent it to everybody. And but that's I, my
0: question. Why would you put Casablanca in there?
1: Because and, they are the, they are the, that's, this is the club that I realized that I was working at that I was like, oh my God, this is happening inside and I can't make it stop. Like I thought but I were could. Were
0: you a part of it is what people would ask. What's that? Were you, were you a willing participant until. You finally said, no, I don't want to do this anymore. No, I was a
1: willing participant until I realized that what they were saying was a legal right that they had wasn't.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. See, we had some Supreme Court cases and everybody said, now we now you guys have to be assaulted at work, sexually assaulted at work because there was a Supreme Court case in 2006. But that's not what it said. And I want you to know, like I sent you that paperwork. The state knows that trafficking is going on. They won't do anything. Mm-hmm. The OLCC said it's too hard.
0: But was it voluntarily on your part, or were you forced into it?
1: I was forced to be touched at work. That would that would have never been. I come from Acropolis, and we don't get touched there. We don't touch. We don't do anything. I went to Casa Diablo. Because I had some, and here's another thing, some conditions stacked up where that was the only club I could dance, and my customers had migrated over there, and now their understanding of what they get to do at work is way up here, right? Mm -hmm. And so in order for me to not die and be homeless, now I've got to do this because it's my right and it's their right. Hmm. And so I didn't know, and that's, remember I told you I started Team Blue because I was like, what's going on with these girls? They're not okay.
0: Well, and I just I'm- wanted to play devil's advocate because that's what we talked about beforehand and BD's here now. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Go ahead, BD. I know, you You know, you're the scourletly one. <laughs> um, well,
2: you've got this opportunity to put your message out. Yep. So, Give me the fine-tuned honed message you want to put out.
1: I would like to ask that the the strong men in our communities stop the weak men from taking advantage of the vulnerable people i'm 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 not look Stephen Stubbs whatever that's that's his own that's his own stuff but I wanted to bring it to everybody's attention. There's some crummy people out there that will take advantage of vulnerable people. And I'm asking men, and that's why I reached out to the bike. That's why I'm not surprised the biker community stepped up. I'm asking men, if you see your friend standing next to you acting like a jerk to a woman and taking away her opportunities to feel safe, to feel, to feel safe, she has the opportunity to feel safe in her own environment. If you see that, stop them. Say, dude, that's not cool. Stop. If you see a woman being hurt, stop the dude that's doing it. Take the, Just take the opportunity to save some of her choices so she doesn't lose them all. That's with that, um,
0: well, with that said, Blue, when you were down in Florida with that club, didn't they step up and say enough's enough and yep. went to your aid?
1: The, the, I called um, the member that brought me over after the after the first night and i said hey um i really need your help this is a real problem and he called down there and it was taken care of and i i said we can't go back in that room
0: we just well, it, i just want to make sure that i get it out there because this show goes all over the world yeah that the club that is mentioned did nothing illegal
1: no all they and did they was protect no- with the Yep. The moment they found out, they took. They had
0: no participation in anything, prostitution, trafficking. They had nothing to do with it.
1: And 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 that has never been a that has never been a thing between Team Blue and the Mongols. It's always been very formal and professional and entertainment only.
0: Uh, That you just mentioned their name. Uh, Oh, I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry.
0: They had nothing, absolutely anything, nothing, nothing, nothing to do nope. with
1: this. No, nope, we've never been treated with anything but kindness respect.
0: Stuff like this. People are they are going through a RICO uh, appeal a right now, mm-hmm. and I don't want anybody to think that they had anything to do with this.
1: Nope. All team blue did. We were strippers and we were we did we we the craziest what it was is we motorboated to earn money to give to charity. Mm-hmm. That's as crazy as it got.
0: Okay. Go ahead. Uh, you got anything, China? You just enjoying the interview? Looking pretty? You know, no, no.
3: Actually, I got a lot, but I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it, keep it little. Okay. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I got a lot, but I'm going to keep it little. I think the biggest thing that she's trying to point out here is when a woman says no, it means no. Flat and simple. It doesn't matter what she does for a living. It doesn't matter how she supports her family. When you say no as a female, it's no. Don't pressure them. Don't keep pushing it. You say no, back off. Because all you're doing is making it worse for yourself. And women do have a voice out there. And it is say, hey, say no. You don't want that attention? Then you decline it. They keep pushing it. You got one of two options. You stay there and take it as a female and you take their crap or you walk away from it. Me as a female, if I was put in the same path she was in Florida, I hate to say it, I would have walked away. I would have left. I don't care how much money I'd be losing out on. I would have left. Everybody's going to make their own decision in that situation. But for me, I would have left and said, I'm going home. Forget it. I'm done. I'm not gonna sit here and let you push, try and push me for a $200 blowjob that you ain't gonna get because you've already been turned down by everyone, and you're trying to force the situation. I would
0: have went home. But there are two sides of the story. Well, there there are
3: two sides to the story. That's why you know I'm just saying, and and that's just not even what happened with her in Florida. If that can happen anywhere you go, that can happen at the strip club that we have in the next state right across the border. That can happen at any club that can happen at any party that you're attending just as a female at a factory that can happen gosh, at the uh, local bar at, a, ha- at a, as a
1: hairdresser.
3: Yeah.
0: All right, go ahead, BD
3: as a hairdresser. You know how many times I've had people try to stick their face in my boobs, just standing in front of them, cutting their hair Mm-mm. and all I do. Yeah. Push their head back. Now,
0: go ahead, uh BD. Well, I'm just, Uh,
2: I'm just, uh, a little bit upset because, um, you know, I understood that there'd be no clubs names mentioned and that sort of thing. So I'm really kind of pissed off right now. Um,
1: because I accidentally said their name.
2: It's just, it's not what we do.
1: I, I apologize. I, I really do. I, that i it's very difficult to remember all the things and protocol the if-then statements. This is something that, for instance, here, I'm out of my orbit. You guys are professional YouTubers. I'm new. So hmm. I'm going to F up in your orbit. I right. up in your orbit.
0: Well, the only thing is because uh if you've been watching on my stuff, we've been going over Rico stuff the last year or so and stuff like this that comes out it's automatically with the government hey this club's now doing that where they don't want to listen to the facts and stuff so that's why uh bd's a little upset right there uh mohawk said and blue will get your opinion on this we'll take some of your questions now everybody so it's not a false confession.
2: and the other thing is yeah just to be honest yeah these are accusations and mm-hmm. I understand your point, but they're accusations. And so okay. to be throwing names around in accusations, I don't know. I'm disappointed and pissed off. Now the, the Which what, chi- what China dial says and, and what you say are right. And I think that was one of the first points that I made when I, you know, when, when you talked to me and, uh, and um, I, I listened to all this you know, when I first came on the show, I said, you know, the absolute definition of sexual harassment is to be turned down for, um, you know, asking for a date or whatever, uh, Mm -hmm. you ask for, uh, to be turned down and then to continue to ask for is absolutely that, uh, Mm -hmm. women get put in some up positions, like you know, you're trying to feed a family, so uh, maybe you're having to spend more time with someone that's uh, really gross than you want to. Um, I I wonder, and this is not an indictment against you or anything. What yeah. I wonder if the person was there and and stopping you from making your money by hanging all over the top of you. Why didn't you just get a bouncer or something to get rid of the guy uh, and get him the hell out of there?
1: Yeah, but that's not how one percenter clubs work. There's no bouncer, but, um, the members. Oh, there's should... a
2: sergeant at arms.
1: <laughs> yeah, but so and I think I talked about this earlier. The one thing that you don't get to do as a supporter is cause drama at an event. And I now and let's talk about the money really quickly. I didn't care about the money. I don't need the money. I make lots of, I'm fine with money. That's the only, that's the only thing I thought, oh, that this, this will upset him because I really wanted him to feel that shitty feeling, that crappy feeling that we had to feel all night. Like I said, some hateful stuff in there. I said some mean stuff in there because I wanted him to feel bad. I didn't, I didn't push the money issue at all. I don't care about the money. I care about the behavior. And and there's nobody that you'll be able to find that says I care about money. But not at all. There's nobody. Everybody knows the money's not a big deal for me. Katniss got paid. I made sure she got paid and I was fine. I don't care about the money. I cared about the behavior and how horrible he was the moment he had the chance. The moment that he had the chance and he thought it was okay to mistreat women and to find a vulnerability, he was right there all over it. And just like he's doing now, there's a vulnerability and he just injects himself right into it. And and just like we we have to stay in our own lanes. And I screwed up with this show because I, I'm not really great at this orbit i'm brand new and i like i i have to redo my youtube videos all the time because i say the f word so much like i i'm i'm new at your orbit and i screwed up so we have to stay in our own orbits and we have to do and you checking me if you didn't check me would it just get worse yes i would just get worse but you guys said hey don't do that that's not okay if somebody would have checked him right then and said don't harass these women like this, but of course who knows what harassment is in that situation. We're all in a we're all in a crummy situation and that's what I'm asking guys, hey, if you recognize something, check your dude. Just check the dude next to you and say don't do that, man. Don't do that to her. Don't do that. Be a real dude. Did that help? Or did explain more?
2: Uh the, you definitely you you made your point, yes. Okay. Um you you definitely made your point. And you know, I mm-hmm. want Hollywood to reiterate his point, and that is that uh under no uh condition has anyone accused uh that organization of all the Absolutely stuff not. accused of yeah. which is yeah
1: our relationship has been completely professional. It has always been that way. It's been on a friend basis. It's been on a professional basis. And there has never, this is the first time I've ever experienced anything like that situation. I've, I've never experienced anything like it.
0: Right. Well, we just want to make sure that everybody knows that aren't confused. They ain't, uh, high or any of that type of stuff that they yeah. had nothing to do with this
1: yeah
3: and because also and what
0: you, what you just what you brought up was uh it actually could be used as a predicate for Rico
2: if, if it were true yeah
1: so if what what's true what Stubbs did or
2: or if, it, or if that was an
0: accusation. That could be proven or something like that. No, now, we're talking a, about if you made an accusation against a club yeah. that could be used as Oh a no,
1: there's nothing there's nothing in there's nothing to support that information at all. That's that's inaccurate and anybody that knows me would like anybody that knows me would like, Yeah, that's not that's not the case. That, well, you're not, you know how not, there's rumors, there's truth in rumors. There's no rumor about team blue or blue at all. There's none. There's okay. no except, for the, except
2: for the uh, except for the except for the incredibly incriminating document that you put out about yourself, I. I th- but think that's that would... not
1: a rumor. That is like I'm not ashamed that I'll fall on a grenade if that's what I think has to happen, and I would do it again, and I'd do it for Hollywood. I I will do the right thing as best as I can. I tr- and remember, I'm on my own with this. So I'm the only one until Hollywood stepped up and said, let me help you. I'm the only one that's been fighting this. So I don't have a checks and balances. I don't have somebody say, hey, bo- hey, bitch, you're in the wrong orbit. You're screwing up. It's just me. And I was going up against a whole bunch of agencies that didn't care. They didn't care. And I don't know what else to do because I couldn't hire an attorney, they wouldn't have me. I was told that if I I got picked up for prostitution, the uh, the attorney that would represent me wouldn't, wouldn't fight it the way I wanted it to. Fight. I was in a situation that I wanted somebody, I wanted to get on somebody's radar and I was willing to do the time for that. I knew well, that I could be clear.
0: Everyone. I wanted to help you get out the message on sex trafficking and all that. This is way before my time, all these letters. Uh, but we're going to take So you know, are you ready to take some uh, questions from the audience?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: This right here, and some of them are good, some are not so good, but uh, money team. Uh, so all these years gone, now you want to talk and use whatever gets uh, it is to get attention uh, admit being a rat name drop and so on. Damn. Wow. What would you say to money team? So
1: now I want to talk, but I've been talking since 2015, trying to help. I've been, I've been on the board and I've been on the board trying to stop women in strip clubs in Portland from being hurt since February of 2021. I started trying to think it was, I, I, I've, I've done all the work, and I sent you that hundred and forty-page uh, report that talks about all the work that Trust I've done. Me, I, I, <laughs> that. I, I took in I took in over thirty outcries of abuse. I reached out to all kinds of OLCC, DPSST, bully. The, nobody cares, and they and the problem is, is that sex trafficking is happening in Portland, and it's six women have died at Casa Diablo. Six. That's a lot of women.
2: Mm-hmm. That's House one of the, club. House of the devil is that the name of that place? Yeah.
1: It's it's one club and six people have died. Six women have died of of terrible things.
2: Inside we, the club or the are women that just work at
0: the club?
1: Women that work at the club.
0: Okay. Uh next one we have from uh Bear. Again, you guys can throw in your uh questions, all that good stuff in the comment section our guest today is blue and she has her own channel on YouTube uh bear uh, says we hear but we still feel uh, feel on the fence because of protocols being broken even if they did do you wrong you don't throw names like uh live on internet or all that stuff
1: I I didn't the only person I said did me wrong was Stephen Stubbs and you said his name first. I didn't say his name.
0: No, they're talking about the club. Oh. Uh, let's the, see no,
1: I don't understand. Like, we have to really get this straight. The the club and everybody that's ever been associated with the club until that night and that individual has never treated me or anybody I've known with anything but respect, honesty, truth, and fairness.
0: See what I know, how people are going to take some of that stuff. You're seeing it right now, live on the show of what they're thinking.
1: And that's it. Here's we have to remember that I flew outside my orbit because I didn't have anybody to push me back in and say, hey, you got to think about this and this and this. I put I let like I'm okay with people saying you shouldn't have done this. I I know. I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have done it. But I, but when you're trying so hard to get something done, it's easy to make mistakes and I've got to just own them. I've got to say, yep, I fuck, I screwed up. I screwed up and I have to own it.
0: <laughs> AJ, on a lighter note, I hear that the McRib is back. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I got a question. I got a question.
3: Yeah. So the reason why you're going and going and helping people that are being sex trafficked is be, is it possibly because of the fact that you felt guilty because you were doing it to yourself and other people in the past?
1: Well, no, that's, I mean, I, I have to do, I have to own it and do extra stuff now because I was involved. You know, because I was a part of the problem, I was one condition of a of a very big problem. Absolutely, um, I was fighting this way before I realized that I was involved in it. I really, for the longest time. For the longest time, I thought I was fighting bad bouncers and bad strip club owners and this and that. And what I didn't realize is that my whole understanding of the way it should happen was predicated on complete falsehoods until I sat down with somebody that could read these um, Supreme Court decisions, Oregon Supreme Court decisions and say and realize, oh, my God, everybody doesn't. This is not okay. And then I realized this uh, they, We don't have the right to do this. This isn't healthy. And then I realized, though, the First Amendment, we have a problem clear at the First Amendment because Hollywood, remember I told you, strippers and content producers come out as obscenity and not as citizens in the First Amendment with the Miller test. And I, all day long, I will apologize for the wrong that I do. But I but I don't lie.
0: Okay. But I, I think lie. what China Dow was asking was do you feel guilty about the part you had in I don't, attracting some of these girls
1: the guilt parts over the guilt i feel responsible for my part i feel accountable for my part um i'm happy to talk about my part but my part is one part in a big huge wheel of parts and if we just concentrate on me just saying yeah i was wrong i was wrong we miss the other parts where people are going i don't know anything about it i don't know anything about it I want to make sure that I played a part and I had a significant part. I was beating the band and yes, we have the right to do this. I was wrong, but I, the guilt parts over.
0: Okay. So Mark, the, uh, go ahead. BD.
2: What is the, the purpose of your channel? What are you trying to accomplish with that? Um, is, are we, is it on the same lines of, of what yeah, we are? Yeah,
1: it, well, it really just talks about my story, and it's it's called My Life with Outlaw Bikers. It's non-monetized. Um, I just, I really knew that I needed to, I'm not a content creator. I've never been. I'm old school. Like, I don't like to be out. I don't like this. This is super uncomfortable for me. But I knew that in I, I had to take this try and put my face out there and, and try to get a voice and cause some controversy and try to put people out on the line and say, Hey, this is not okay. Right. And so with, I tell my story about my, I tell about my stories with my outlaw biker lifestyle or whatever. And I kind of just inject that stuff in because these kinds of conversations are hard to hear. They're hard to have They're hard. They're complicated. They make you feel a certain kind of way. And nobody wants a whole station where I'm just out there fighting sex trafficking. So I kind of put on the wig and I kind of slut it up a little bit and I tell my story and I, and I try to tell a fun story just so I can get out there. So people will hear the rest of it. That's the, and that's the only reason. And Hollywood I've documented my tries.
0: Mm-hmm. I,
1: I have tried.
0: Right. Anybody else got anything that uh, they want to ask or comments, any of that? Man, it's like you all stare. I at hear it. crickets.
3: Yeah, it's,
1: it's crickets. uncomfortable. This is super uncomfortable. Like, here's another thing. Now we're all uncomfortable because I screwed up. I mean,
0: well, I mean, I'm it's
1: like... an uncomfortable. <laughs> we're in an uncomfortable situation. Like nobody i feel like everybody wants the right thing to happen but it's so complicated and it's Mm. hard to really put your finger on it and what i wanted to to bring attention to is that (laughs) with with power men with power and dudes have more power than women in most situations women are only as safe as the dudes standing next to her right right so So I'm what I need to do is tell you guys, hey, these guys that people think are real nice and they're doing they're in the media and doing the, they're not maybe that nice. And they and they might hurt people with that with that power that they assume. Right. They -hmm. might hurt people. And we need to be vigilant and make sure that the dude standing next to us isn't really taking choices away from the woman standing next to him. And that's, and that's, you know, I'm, that's what I'm here to ask guys. We Mm -hmm. need you even we can do it all ourselves. No, we can't 1%. I saw a thing on the 1% percenter bikers. There is, they're only safe because society keeps them safe. They're safe because society keeps them safe. You know, we, we don't allow people just to beat on women. That's just not something that's done. So I, as a collective, now I'm asking as individuals, Mm -hmm. don't, don't, don't when you see a woman that's hurting, don't take more of her opportunities away and replace them with conditions. Just let her hold on to her opportunities.
2: So you've come on the show and really. Um, Trash demands. Um, character. Mm. And, uh, um, with with the with what you've said happened, mm-hmm. I mean, it really it really makes him look creepy and bad. Uh what and this was all to to let us know that this person asserts himself into things that he shouldn't and runs his mouth too much. And what do you expect to to occur uh, now that no one trusts him anymore or, or, you know, what?
1: No, I'm I was making an example of him. I made an example of him. This is what can happen in the most safe situation where everybody thinks that everybody's watching it doesn't get watched and these people go unchecked and then they go on to do bigger and worse stuff and that's just how human beings are if a human being acts terrible and they don't get checked they'll continue to act more terrible and so and what i'm seeing away,
0: uh, Stephen stubbs does have a invite to come on the show if he likes to mm-hmm. uh get his side of the story because there has to be others uh what i read was just something he sent me uh, but as far as all the other stuff, he has the opportunity to come on if he wishes to,
1: yeah. And I think, and here's the thing I didn't want to do this, uh, because my channel, even I keep it kind of vague. But this is important and I will throw myself on the grenade and I will put myself out there and be ridiculed and whatever, but I have to get the message out that women aren't okay. Even if you guys think we are, we might not be. And and I'm okay. And I'm okay. One thing about it, I'm okay. I don't get messed up like that. Like I, I, I have a whole different thing going on, but other women, we got to watch them. We got to watch out for them.
2: You know, I will say that, um, my eyes have opened. I, I typically look at a stripper and, and think that she wants to be there. And, um, you know, I've made my share of lewd comments, this, that, and the other, um, you know, that's kind of the environment. Somebody's walk, you know, especially in Atlanta, Atlanta is oh, it's,
1: it's our sister. Yeah. It's our sister yeah. out there. Yep.
2: Yeah. It's not like uh stripper clubs, other places. Atlanta is off the entire total chain. There's no, uh, you know, I was in California and women had to wear a paste. If you were selling beer.
0: You haven't been to Chicago, have you? <laughs> you haven't
1: been to Oklahoma.
0: <laughs> I'm from Oklahoma, so
1: Yeah. It's
0: you know what they, you know what I hear about that? I I once heard that there's either queers or steers there. Which one are you? Oh, I got horn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm wearing
2: What's them right happening? here. You see them horns, baby. <laughs>
1: But I I want to well, can we so just...
2: what, no, I was gonna like I was gonna say but like Atlanta is off the in, entire chain I mean it, it's complete nudity and 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 it's 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 wild here with stri- complete with VIP rooms and everything Portland, so too. Uh, if you if you've been in strip clubs in Atlanta you're actually very spoiled and then our bike clubs have strip clubs in them so hey uh, and can I
1: can I just make one so, so
2: would... let me finish this so yeah. so. I, I I get it. I, that message needs to be put out. That that um, uh, and I often tell people I'm a biker, not a choir boy. And uh, so, as a biker, I've I've absolutely indulged in the seedy side of life, uh, or what some people would call seedy. I think that myself and Hollywood are right at home here. But uh, I will it, This you know a message that I needed to hear, and maybe a lot of people is that these women need to be protected. They are women. They're working. They do a lot. Like, uh, uh, they're counselors. They listen to a lot of stuff that men have going on. Uh, and, uh, sometimes, you know, for that few minutes that you're paying for those dances or whatever, you get some fantasies, like, uh, maybe somebody wants you, maybe you're lonely, whatever the case may be. Um, I stopped spending money in strip clubs a long time ago, but, um no, you just <laughs> go to the corner.
1: <laughs> but I think I think one thing that you guys we'll all it is is, <laughs> hey <laughs> it could
3: be worse, it could be you doing your research on Pornhub. Just shush. I
1: think one of the nice things that I found about the biker community is they're not too big to hear that they might have not understood everything, also. Like My that's God. that's I and what I'm saying stirs up it makes everybody go oh gosh because everybody's like oh i might have done that i might have done that every we have we can't know what we don't know well
3: here's a comment that i just was reading that, yeah. that i want to see if you can respond to this one okay it says uh it's money team he says you work at a strip club you're there to make money lol not change the world
1: Oh, yeah, I don't work at a strip club anymore, money team. So there's that thing. Um, another thing too, is that when I was at Team Blue, I was trying to save the world by helping girls uh, donate to charity and helping people with cancer and donating to uh, uh, veteran suicide prevention and kids that were left um, and hurt by their ICE raids. Remember, mm-hmm. I the, that 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 money team, you have to really think about where where those words just came from. You're just a stripper. Mm. The fact that I'm a stripper and not a US citizen, I'm just obscenity. Mm. Okay. And we have to remember strippers, if strippers aren't being touched at work, they're they're not sex workers, they're just strippers. If strippers are being sexually assaulted at work, they are sex workers. That's dangerous. There's a difference. And here's if you're at the rack and you say nice pussy baby, she can get over it. That's not sexual harassment. But if you come up to her and ask her to uh, give you a blowjob for $200, that's solicitation. That's no matter what, that's solicitation. You can't do that. And that's not even what they're there for. So I would say, I would say if you see women that are in a strip club, they're and they're being assaulted and mauled, and there doesn't seem to be any kind of, Protection for them, like, remember, would you want your daughter to be treated that way? Is that safe for your daughter? Is that safe for your sister? Is it Absolutely safe? Absolutely
2: not. Is no. it
1: and and here's the thing but is it safe for them to be shaking their ass and doing going on the pole?
2: Well, yes, it's safe, it should be. It there should be safe, it should be. You should it, be able it is. It is. to shake your ass on the pole and 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 not be sexually harassed at all, not even. Because, uh, you know, to some extent, depending on the strip club and the class of it, OK, mm-hmm. uh, because there are classes of strip clubs here sure. in Atlanta and you have the class of strip club. You know that if you walk in there and you put your hands on somebody, you're going to get your hand broken. Uh, and then there's <laughs> other, <there's> other <laughs> classes of strip club here that, 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 that don't work like that. So um, I think that. You bring up some important things, very important things uh, that men should know uh, or women, whoever's in the strip club, purchasing the fantasy, and that is that dancing uh, for you and gyrating and maybe even saying things you want to hear. That's a fantasy
1: mm-hmm. and, it's uh, entertainment. And,
2: and entertainment and mm-hmm. entertainment, uh, the best entertainment. I mean, I I just love that entertainment. <laughs> but uh, if you if 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 you are uh, a man or a, a a purchaser, a purveyor, you you must understand that that's the fantasy that that you've agreed to to observe. And if you're dealing with real strippers, and one of the things that when we talked, you blew it, kind of blew me away when you were telling me about your contracts and what they say and what the girls can do and can't do and stuff like that. Uh, and I I'm just like uh, somebody. Somebody lives here. Uh, somebody lives here. It says Cheetah versus the Oasis. Uh, somebody knows. Uh, somebody named Smash knows what I'm talking about. So um, um, if, if, if you're buying into a, a, um, um, a fantasy, and the reason I stopped spending money in strip clubs is I can't spend my money and not take that ass home. So right. <laughs> I, I was like, "Hold up, man! I, I how much did I just spend? Hell no, no! But I do want, I do want to make it rain one day. I think you need at least ten grand to go. No, in no, and-
1: no, 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 no! Not nowadays. They'll they'll take a hundred bucks. They'll, they're happy as hell for a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, well, <laughs> well, you know, but, but I think rain,
1: Black I Dragon, do, I, what do, I really do, like yeah. about what what I really like about what you said is, oh, that makes me think. And remember, this stuff that we're talking about, like, there's some own onus and accountability for all of us in this. And, you know, and we have to say, Oh, I I know something more now. And you're accountable for that knowledge now, you know, but you weren't back then. I mean, we can't make, I didn't know. I, I screwed up way worse than you ever did. Right. But I have to say, Oh, but I can't say, well, I didn't do anything wrong because everybody else was doing it. I have to say I did my part and this was my part. (laughs)
0: i'm looking at something else (laughs) uh anyway (laughs) it was something was uh one of the memes or whatever was sent to me uh i really appreciate having everybody on the show tonight very interesting uh discussion and all that thanks for bd for coming on and all that uh blue uh, china doll uh it's a serious subject there really is there's a lot uh, of moving parts to this one Again, Stephen Stubbs has the opportunity, if he would like, to come on the show and put out his side of the story. Uh, China Dow and myself on uh, tomorrow's show at 8.15 a.m. Central Standard Time. We'll discuss this a little more in depth, but uh, really good topics, really good, uh, interesting information. We're doing on Sundays a lot of human interest stories and uh we're just going to get better and better everybody so everybody you have a good night go smoke a big old doobie and hopefully uh have some fun with the old lady <laughs>